0: This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com.
1: What's up, everybody? It's episode 117 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, just want to quickly remind you that you can check out beersinthelot.com for all the info you might need, including our store with merchandise like hoodies and t shirts as well as Patreon and our Discord information. Go check it out at beersinthelot.com. On this one, we talked about Riggs' recent trip to Ohio for his son's tournament. Riggs asked the question, have the Leafs figured it out? And Ovechkin broke the franchise goal record, so we talked about him and his effect on local hockey. So here we go, let's crack those beers. Riggs, team
2: poor,
0: were you drinking, Riggs? First of all, this smells delicious. Um, I am, I'm drinking a beer that I brought back. One of the beers that I brought back from Cleveland, Ohio on a recent kids hockey trip. Uh, this is duality citra and centennial from masthead brewing in downtown Cleveland,
1: the land of Cleve.
0: It is. Yes. (laughs) Believe land. It is, (laughs) uh, it is, this is really, really good. Excellent stuff. I actually had it on draft when I was there for lunch, but uh I had to get I had to get a four pack to bring back among other things. You had
2: to do it to him. Had to yeah. yeah Had <laughs> to do
0: yeah. it to him. Very good. Johnny, what do you have?
2: I have a uh Smoking the Bandit yellow jacket, which is a course banquet that I got. So <laughs> <laughs> for those that are unaware of the reference, do yourself a favor and watch the film. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, like, 100% hold up, but, like, whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah,
1: whatever.
0: They're, they're, they're timeless. They're, yeah, they're a good they're watch, good. like, on uh, yeah. Sunday afternoon when you are you don't want to watch NFL and you're waiting for, you know, OFBG Sunday Night League. Yeah. <laughs> you know, smoking and Bandit might be on. <laughs> yeah, know? 10-4, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: All day. <laughs> Aaron, what are you drinking? It's a good good movie to watch when you're on a road trip and you're not driving. Yeah. When you got a long way to go and a short time to get there. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh Anyway, um, I've got tonight, I gave this one a try because I was picking out singles, uh, getting some beers for the pod, and I got a Saranac ruby red ale with grapefruit and I actually it caught my attention because it looks an awful lot like the Moosehead Rattler can.
0: It does.
1: And it tastes an awful lot like the Moosehead Rattler. It's mm. it's an ale. Like it's not a rattler. Like it's not the same. But mm. it's good. It's it's like an all year kind of grapefruit <laughs> beer. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> it's not the rattler, but it's it's good.
2: <laughs> Aaron, have you ever had a Paloma cocktail?
1: I can't say that I have. That doesn't sound familiar.
2: You you would like it as a grapefruit enthusiast. Yes. I think you would like it. Yes. So it's What's crazy.
1: What's crazy is that I don't like grapefruit normally, but really? in beer it's good. <laughs> I don't I feel like understand. you always.
2: Cir- I feel like you always circle to that one way or another.
1: Yeah. So for whatever reason, I love these grapefruit beers. I don't yeah. know.
2: <laughs> so the Paloma, it's tequila and then lime juice, and then you can either use grapefruit juice and like grapefruit. Or like squirt, which is a grapefruit uh, soda. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you mix that which together, I don't like. Bang! <laughs> 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 I bet. I'm willing to bet you have a Paloma. I bet you'd be like, because I, I even like those would like are it now. Yeah. And it's very refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> nice little <laughs> well, summer. I'll coffee. give
1: one a try sometime now. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And we are missing we're sans Daniel tonight as he welcomes his third baby. Uh, he and uh, Mrs. Daniel. <laughs> he and,
0: yes, uh, his Mrs. name is on Daniel. twitter fuck it
1: he and yeah, uh Mrs. he and his wife are welcoming their their yeah. third uh over the weekend <laughs> so congratulations to him um we'll give him the night off he 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 probably needs a rest I think he can have the night
2: yeah, yeah. that's fair
1: yeah it's fair that's fair Mrs. what's going on then so you <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So John, you're watching. Uh, I can see it on the TV there. You're watching the looks like the wrap up of Isles and uh,
2: Calgary. And yeah,
1: Calgary. Yeah. How'd that go?
2: Uh, well, it's still oh, three three and it's still go in OT. And uh, oh, what? Is did it end on your screen? No, no. I was just. <laughs> it looked oh, okay. like
1: looked like they were about to. I don't know at the locker room or something
2: oh no, no no so uh
1: i can only see a quarter of your screen so
2: yeah yeah <laughs> ot three on three right now and Sorokin's just kept him in the damn game like the islanders i'm confused by this islanders team they have some weapons and i just think they're poorly i, I don't want to say coach because i think some of that very trots ism is still uh kind of like cinched into this team's like you know kind of blood but like i just I'm not a fan of the way they play the Islanders. They have some skaters on the team, and I, I, I said it like weeks ago when Barzell signed. I'm like, he must really just like being a New York guy. Like, that's the only reason I can come up with the fact that he signed with the Islanders. And their GM <laughs> is an 80 year old just nut job. So <laughs> Dobson ended it, by the way.
1: Oh, uh, Dobson ended those, it. Who has Islanders in the pool? I think I have Islanders actually. Yeah, I've been pulling has, some wins in. Lately, who has I
2: Calgary? Think.
1: Calgary uh, would be Riggs's, yeah, Riggs. Riggs's team, man. Islanders are actually my top, one of my top uh, top win teams. They've got seven, They're right up Jeez. there with Toronto with seven. John though, oh, John, you're running, you're running this show. Vegas with eleven wins.
2: Yeah, I picked that pretty <laughs> early too. Yeah. I knew that. I'm on that Vegas train. It's a long season, though. Lots of games left. Yeah, I mean, you're already starting to notice some of the teams that are like. For real, not for real, kind of just like moving along. So American Thanksgiving, fast approaching, obviously, best holiday of the year. So we'll see what happens in terms of playoff position and that that magical threshold is usually within four
1: points. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, Riggs is uh, back from a trip to Cleveland with the kids over the weekend, (laughs) right? Yeah.
0: Yes some interesting stuff
1: happened going on does
2: (laughs) cleveland rock rigs
0: yeah actually it does we went out a, a night early and uh my parents came out too so you know they could watch their grandson and hang out with us and stuff so we went to rock and roll hall of fame on uh friday morning which was awesome i had been there years and years ago so it was cool to like go back and actually like take in some of the stuff and understand more of the history before walking in and then like having my dad there just cause he's been in music so long, you know, he could like guide us through all the important things. So that was cool. And then, uh, the next morning, um, we went to the, a Christmas story house, mm-hmm. <laughs> the location of the exteriors and half of the interiors. Um, <laughs> some guy, uh, bought it off of eBay like 15 years ago or something and <laughs> turned it into a tourist attraction. Uh, much to the chagrin of the people in that neighborhood. Um, oh, I'm sure I, I gather that they do not like having uh the tours going through that house, um the museum across the street and the massive gift shop uh sort of catacorner too. So what's the parking the situation? House. What's I'm um, curious because the like, neighborhood what's they have a two yeah. <laughs> they have they have one lot um in between the christmas story house and the Bumpuses' house because they own the okay. bumpus's house too <laughs> yeah yeah and, goddamn uh, bumpuses you know, we're, yeah we're the dogs right? <laughs> the, Bumpus dogs. It's, it's yeah. the dogs it's the dogs bumpuses bumpuses <laughs> <Good>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they have a parking lot there but it's kind of small and then it's just street parking um so yeah uh i don't think uh the neighbors are too keen on that. I, I can't imagine what it's like down there after Thanksgiving. You know, like between Thanksgiving and and Christmas and New Year's, it's probably, uh, crazy down there. But it was cool. Just because you know, you kind of grow up watching the movie, and then you know, like the Turner Networks do the twenty four hour deal on Christmas Day now, so it's on all the time, and it was cool to see. And um, they the way that it's set up um it's not like a typical like uh you know stuffy sort of museum thing um they've put things out that you could pick up and touch and you know reenact scenes from the movie and everything and they actually encourage it you know they want people to take pictures and videos of it obviously because you can promote you know well and it's free advertising
2: at that point absolutely
0: Absolutely. absolutely so you know they have like a bowling ball they have um unloaded bb guns everywhere <laughs> um they have leg lamps everywhere they have you know you can the, if you're if you're able to you can get underneath the sink like uh you know the little like- brother randy and you know when he's yeah, scared randy. you know and, and everything and dad's like, gonna it's,
2: kill ralphie
0: they have they have <laughs> yeah. a bar of soap up, up in the upstairs bathroom um, you know, and and uh, little orphan um, Annie, Dakota and rings. pad Yep, a notepad, <laughs> yeah. with a Dakota ring up there, and everything. And you can, you know, you can mess with all that stuff. So, um, there's a, there's a telephone uh, upstairs too, that if you pick it up, um, you hear, you know, like the mom's mom, yeah, like yeah. talking, <laughs> I'm, and, um, yeah, I'm and the yelling from the hockey up.
2: stats, the yeah, the yelling what?
0: from the other what? end, yeah. What? and then you just hear him
2: oh what i do yeah
0: so it's just it's (laughs) yeah it's really cool like and then like in the museum they have all the authentic stuff right like behind glass and everything but um yeah it was cool good time so
2: so i have to i have to kind of ask really quick before we touch the rest of the cleveland trip i know you and i had a very interesting conversation when i saw on youtube that they are having like a he's like 30 or 40 or 50 or whatever age he is now Yes. And he's coming back home. Yeah. Like who? Oh my god, shove it. So, Ralphie's coming back. I have no, no desire to watch it.
0: Yeah, it's it's no. like he No, thanks. goes home and like he has his kids there on Christmas or whatever. Um And
2: you get the feeling like dad passed away recently, so, so he's doing it. Yeah.
0: My own personal feeling on this and I was talking to one of the other dads from the team about it is like no desire to watch it. It's gonna suck. How can you recreate the magic of the original film? Like you can't, there's no, it's impossible. The other thing is the staff at the house never mentioned that movie once. Never mentioned it once. Not endorsed. And no one brought it, no one that was there brought it up. Like none of the other patrons. Wow. So yeah. So.
1: nobody cares
0: nobody yeah. cares <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's,
0: that's kind of funny. <laughs> nobody cares because oh. <laughs>
2: even even watching the trailer it looked like there were a billion and a half callbacks to the first but it, film
0: but isn't it isn't it like direct to streaming isn't it only on hbo max or something like that i think so it's not even like it's not even going to be in theaters or anything. the modern
1: I mean, equivalent of straight to video, right? I mean, exactly. I think, like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, we had this
2: conversation a little bit with like you know, Top Gun a little bit, like, unless you're literally doing a summer blockbuster where like it makes more sense because of what you can hear and see and kind of feel in the movie theater with the jet planes, you know, and whatnot. Like, why, like, that's not something I would ever probably see in theaters, like, what you know, why right
0: I don't well and and the so the original Christmas story movie didn't do well when it was released in theaters it right. only became popular after it came out on home video exactly on on VHS and beta yep mm-hmm. <laughs> so like um you know it it became part of you know what kids grew up with you know at home
2: imagine the cat that pitched at the TNT Turner you know like Quarterly sales meeting, like oh, we gotta figure out some Christmas programming. Programming. He had like the VHS like in his messenger bag. He's like, I have an idea. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're gonna play this for twenty four hours, and they were like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know about that. And then they just have done it. I feel like they've done that. My whole I can't even remember when they started. I feel like they've
1: been doing it for
0: a billion forever years, right? now, right? Like it yeah. just it seems like it's always been that way. I, yeah, you know.
1: I don't think it started playing as a 24-hour marathon. It's like, I definitely remember when it's like, oh, it's on. We got to watch it. We got to tape it. We got to set the VCR to record it or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I definitely remember that. And then it seemed like at some point they're just all in on Christmas story and just we're going to run this all the time.
2: Do the, the two of you, I'm just curious, like, and, and I'm not jumping too far ahead, obviously, because we, we fully endorse Thanksgiving. We <laughs> want to give it its run. But, like, are there three Christmas movies you watch every year? Like, Halloween movies, I feel like I'm in and out every year because it depends on time and whatnot. And, like, I feel like this year, like, I haven't, just with me moving and everything, like, I feel like I I got into zero routines in general. But, like, Aaron, do you have three Christmas movies you always watch?
1: <laughs> there, there's a Halloween movie, too. Well, not a movie, I guess. It's the Garfield Christmas special. Okay. I, we watch that every year. I love nice. it. Yeah, love that show.
2: <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you
1: know, Halloween is Garfield's middle name. Gar- exactly. Halloween Field.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, yeah. Christmas movies. Yeah. There's there's Christmas story. There's the Charlie Brown Christmas special. We always got to watch that. Spectacular. And then yeah, there's another one. I we 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 watch this cartoon version of uh, "Twas the Night Before Christmas" that. Me and my brother have watched since we were kids huh. or whatever. So it's, it's got like mice in it and they sing a song about a clock. And I, I don't expect anybody <laughs> to know what the hell it is, but it, it's one of those traditions, you know, everybody's got a tradition. So yeah, there's, there's a, there's a couple other movies that are like, if they're on then, you know, or if I think about them or if somebody wants to watch it, then I'm, I'm all about it. But you know, n- the third one doesn't come directly to mind. I suppose. Riggs,
0: Riggs, what about you? uh definitely a christmas story. Yep. Christmas vacation. I actually Star. watch I actually watched the end of it last night because it was on right before I <laughs> went over to OFBG. Oh wow. <laughs> nice. It was I I was I didn't want to watch football. Um I forget which hockey game it was on. Might have been like Canes Leafs or something. Yep. And then uh I was like I just I can't be bothered with this stuff right now cuz we had just driven <laughs> 5 hours back like <laughs> So I saw in the thing that um Cartoon Network was premiering Christmas Vacation <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday. So I popped that in and then uh I don't know it's probably like a tie um amongst the Charlie Brown special, the Rudolph, the you know, the Claymation oh, Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: See, that's in my top 3 yeah. because of my boy Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. Oh, that's, Him and that's a different one, though, isn't it? No, no, no that's, it's Rudolph yeah. the red Nose. Is it Nose the same reindeer. one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they, yeah. So they do that, I think and then two there's, two there's another them.
0: one. No, there's he like he, a whole... There's, like there's a whole... Yeah, there's a slew of them. Yeah, A yeah. series of these things, but he's definitely in the, like... <laughs> he the is, yeah. Red, Rudolph yeah. the red yep. Nose Reindeer. That's the... Like, yeah. I think
2: that's like, I don't know if they call it correctly, but that's like the flagship one, like, the one they always show, and that's the longest one. It was, like, made in, like, 63 or 64 65 like right around there like like the 60s yeah (laughs) they're all made in the 60s but me it's rudolph the red-nosed reindeer really love that i really like christmas story and then like i'm like half torn because i really like the jim carrey grinch i think it's just great like i like the way it's done uh little cindy lou aged very well (laughs) um yeah it's the movie still stands up very I like the animated well.
1: Grinch if you're gonna like the, the animated, animated Grinch bringing yeah. up the Grinch. I mean No, I agree. I like, think like, like, like the, the tradition is
2: yeah, the tradition like with some of those things, like very I agree. But I'm I'm like the reason I like that is like I like Jim Carrey, like dumb and dumber, pet detective, that stuff. So like I see a lot of the characters in that Grinch. I know he yeah, kinda right, like yeah. went off the reservation a little bit right after, but <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Home Alone's up there, too. The original yeah. Home, the the Home Alone two, The first yep. two.
2: The first two are yeah. great. Yep. Yeah. I always... I love those, like, Jack Eichel is Marv memes. Those are always yes. my favorite thing.
1: <laughs> he's, he's got the perfect look for yeah. Marv. There was actually... I
2: remember... So, like, I remember that big thing, because it's, like, almost a year since Eichel was traded to Vegas. So, the funny thing is, when Elliot Friedman went to interview him in Buffalo... Like, before he sold his house. He actually sold his house to, like, Paige Thompson, I think. But anyway, he, um... <laughs> the only piece of, like, hockey memorabilia in the entire house of Jack Eichel. Like, no USA Hockey stuff, no BU, none of that shit. You wouldn't even know. He had a picture, of like, someone did fan art of, like, him and Marv side by side. And that's what he had. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, <laughs> what a weird cat. But good for Jack out. like, he's doing well, so... The surgery worked.
1: Yeah, that's actually kind of big news, right? Is that yes, he's the first one to receive that surgery. And now like a couple other guys have gotten it. Tyler
2: Johnson in Chi-Town did it. And I feel right? like somebody else is going to or did.
1: Somebody with a recognizable, like really recognizable name, too. Yeah. Well, in, in, other, forget,
2: in other sports, it's been like approved and done. And for some reason, and I, I understand part of it, like in the CBA, I guess the way it was previously written, some of the language is strongly worded against like players just seeking their own outside opinion. Like it has to be consulted with the owners and medical doctors of the team and yada, yada. And since Jack Eichel, you know, kind of like good on him for standing his ground. Cause he looked at the data from the artificial disc replacement versus the fusion. and was like, this is a quality of life thing for me, not just a hockey thing. Like, right. I think both avenues would get him to play you know, at his elite level, but like the artificial disc replacement is a better long-term solution because once you start getting fusions, it just gets, you know, more compounded and all that.
1: Yeah. I say good for him, honestly, like it was a bunch of drama at the time when it was going down and it was all like, Oh, you know, whoever could control the new the media narrative seemed to be having the mm. the the public on their side or whatever like it, it was kind of weird at the time but I, I in in hindsight yeah good for him honestly i think that the right outcome happened from his perspective
0: well it's it's going to be somewhat historical too because i think there are, are a lot of people that are equating it to tommy john surgery in baseball where mm-hmm. it's, it's basically going to be something that's going to become pretty common. It's going to extend players careers beyond, you know, uh, a few seasons maybe where, you know, they were, they were dealing with problems or, or whatever right. it was. So
1: and we were talking about it in discord, even it's like, I wonder how many players didn't make the show, right. didn't make, didn't make a career out of hockey because of this injury. And now that's that's not gonna be a thing anymore well think of think of
2: like bobby Orr back in the 70s with his knees Mm. right yeah i mean if they had like maybe if he if he played 10 years later hypothetically with some of the advancements they were able to make
1: who knows could have been a different story for his career yeah yeah Yeah.
2: i mean even some of the guys in the 80s and 90s like you're saying with the i mean yeah they didn't have some of the surgeries we have obviously today and medical advancements every five years it's like Significantly further than it was the previous. It's a given. Sure, I think like someone like Mario with his injuries, you know, all the back stuff he dealt with. Yeah, there were other health problems too, but like the back was significant for him, especially in the later years when he came back. You know, the early Sid years, he couldn't couldn't even tie his skates. Mm -hmm. It was that bad. But there are other, I mean, tons of other players. I think of goaltender's with their hips. Right, that's the one thing I've been thinking more and more now. Is we we play with some guys that like. They've had hip issues lately, or they're getting a replacement. Like I know <laughs> one specifically, like so it comes to mind because I'm just chuckling at him as he was explaining it to me the other week. So yeah,
0: yeah, that may be that may be the next sort of major area for hockey players specifically is how do you extend the lifetime of the hips? <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's where that's where a lot of the forces, all the rotational forces, are um all of the sort of, of hits uh brute forces of skating are you know so it's just wear and tear and i and- mean
2: imagine imagine how much longer jeff skinner can do mohawks up and down the ice <laughs> if he could figure out his hip <laughs> issues
0: <laughs> no i think he just he just needs a good uh he needs a skating coach. <laughs> I'm I'm fine
2: with Mohawks as somebody who like used to teach them.
0: Yeah, but there's a time and a place.
2: Sometimes I've seen him skate up the ice, like we're joking about. And I'm like, Yes. It's like wide open and you just mohawks. I'm like, buddy, if somebody's barreling down on you, I get the mohawk to open yourself up to like, you know, get the pass so you keep moving downhill up the ice. But I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. Like, what
1: are you like, Stop. Uh-huh. Stop it. Like, like you're not protecting the pot. You're not doing anything except just he, skating sideways for no
0: reason. <laughs> he, he could literally yeah. be on a breakaway and probably he would Milwaukee. go He would go 10 and 2 twice, at least. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Going on one side, switch to yes, the other side. Exactly. Because-,
2: <laughs> because Eric and I live in Maryland. I wonder if at some point when sports betting becomes legalized in our state, we can yeah. we can place on? bets on this. Oh. Like, we can we can bet on the Mohawks Jeff Skinner is going to make in like tomorrow's <laughs> oh. Sabres game. Like, what's the over under on Mohawks for Jeff Skinner? Like, oh, I'm placing a futures bet 7,000 Mohawks before Thanksgiving. That's cash awesome. day three of the season. Like, <laughs> cash <laughs> it.
0: This is
1: kind of funny because Brando, uh, former guest of the pod and friend of the pod. He gives me shit all the time because I guess I do it and I don't realize that I'm doing it. And then he, he keeps on telling me, he's like, nah, you would have done way better on that play. If you'd been skating sideways,
0: (laughs) 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 he gives me shit all the time for that. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) You'd be way better if you were skating sideways. It's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> <laughs> so are the leafs fixed? Seems like they're okay now.
1: They got some wins. I, mean, I have seven. a
2: theory. I have a theory on them personally. Yeah,
1: they have seven I, wins.
0: I mean they 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 got some injury problems in that, but it, it seems like seems like they've kind of figured it out. Like the top six have at least.
2: I think that team gets up for whoever they play. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then your Arizonas of the world because yeah they they got smoked by them somehow some way because it's weird like i i almost see so like pittsburgh they they're seven straight losses and the pens it's like little situational issues It, it almost looks like they're a little sluggish so i don't know what their issues really are like i i have a few things but like the leafs they do have net injury issues but like in terms of all the rest of their personnel, they're fine. So for them, it's kind of like what is going on? I don't know. I don't think the Leafs bottom six is all that strong. I just don't. Like they have Zach Aston Reese. I'm I'm sick of hearing in some circles he like drives analytics. I, get that guy out of here. I I don't want to hear that.
0: There's <laughs> no way he does. He they, doesn't like there's a basic
2: eye test and he if never he did passes he wouldn't it. be
1: in the bottom six.
0: They never have the puck when he's on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> No. Like So there's I don't, no I way don't he understand. drives anything. That's why I never <laughs> understood it. He probably In... can't even drive a car. So whatever. <laughs> what?
2: Oh Well, my favorite, <laughs> you know, they, they tried to spin it, you know, like, oh, we're getting, you know, Dubas and Shanahan and Keith, you know, we're getting a really good player, you know, at below market value, yada, yada. And the thing with Zach Aston Reese, he wanted to go. He wanted to stay east. He didn't want to go west. Apparently, like Edmonton offered him a contract, mm. not a PTO, a full contract, and he was polite and he just said, "I want to keep east for, I guess, personal reasons." So whatever. Yeah, sure. And the only team in the in the east because they have a lot of familiarity with him, they were like, "We don't want to sign you." Pittsburgh let him walk, and they and Toronto ended up giving a PTO. I think he's making like eight fifty which is much better than I make, but the Powerball's the night, so I may be able to talk <laughs> shit later this week. We'll see. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, I just, like, I I don't know. That's so weird to me. I don't know. Zach Esnery sucks. Mulligan's okay. Uh, I like Simmons. I think he can bring something, but, like, they, don't they, keeps, play him. they scratch him, then they don't. Then they yeah. send him back down, and then he doesn't skate with the AHL team, which I, that's his right. Like, I, I think, like, you know, whatever. Um, and then they have Robertson who's like in this weird circle. They scratched him a few times. He played last night. They won. I think he played Saturday, I think. I don't remember. But but yeah, it's just weird. I don't I don't know why they do it. I don't know if it's just Keith maybe doesn't like the way he plays or it could be like a personal thing. Like I'm not a big fan of him. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Riggs boy's Sonny Milano played. Yeah. He did. I made the mention <laughs> to, to <laughs> the rigs last night about it like on Ovechkin's uh record break was it the breaking for Gordie Howe with one
0: team yeah 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 right, guys, I score.
2: actually I actually do think that's kind of cool about Ovechkin like Yager did it with a billion teams nothing wrong with that Gretzky did it with technically four um Howe did it with Whalers Detroit yeah two two
0: Ovi's gonna do it with one yeah in a salary cap era, which is right. crazy. Right. Well I crazy mean, to me. Well, that so the thing about that that initial long term contract that he signed, at the time everybody was like, That's stupid. Right. And Uncle Ted, for all of his faults, said, you know, this is this is gonna be the standard for generational talent in the NHL. You watch. And then what happened? Like all these guys are signed for you know, eight, eight-year deals, plus. 12 yeah. years, <laughs> right? Like whatever it is. So that's what's gonna enable that is even in the salary cap of free agency era, you know, they're gonna give generational talent long-term deals at the appropriate money and keep those guys around and sell tickets and sell merchandise and oh, by the way, have players that can, you know, help you win and help you win championships and that kind of thing.
2: Well, and the funny thing is, like Ovechkin, there's always been talk to with him, and now it's kind of with McDavid, and I kind of agree with it, like, what the players signed for isn't what the max they could technically get, because a player in the CBA is allowed to get 20% of total salary cap for the
0: team. Right, right.
2: No player is signed for that. That would be insanity, obviously, if somebody actually did, because then you literally couldn't formulate a team. Like, look at Edmonton. They have two nuclear weapons, and they can't you know, they still have issues, but like Ovechkin, and I've said this, like he's one guy who probably does deserve it, not just for what he's been able to do for like, you know, the caps with a cup and just driving revenue. But if you look at like hockey in the DMV area,
0: exactly, like, yeah. that's,
2: that's an Ovechkin effect. And yes, there are kids that like Backstrom, there are kids that like Carlson, there are kids that loved Holpe way more than they did Ovechkin. That's totally fine. But like, it was an Ovechkin effect. Yes, it, it was butterfly effect. It exactly created. Yep.
0: it created a pipeline of generational fans. Right, so the 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 people who were younger when Ovechkin came in the league and they were already Caps fans, or they became fans because he was there. You know, now they've had kids, and their kids are watching and or playing now, and. You know they're starting to get older now, and it's just it, it just kind of snowballs from there, right? And yep, it it's it creates a a a long term fan base. So, and then the, you know the cup the, when when you win a championship, it always sort of huge ripple effect. Yeah. It builds that that foundation, right? Like you're you're always going to have a foundational sort of fan base that's there because of that that championship and you're going to so.
1: gain more fans that will turn into long term fans because it say what you want about bandwagon fans at the time they turn into long fan, long-term yes, they do. fans. Yes, term fans not they all do. of them do but a good chunk of them probably will yes they percentage. Percentage. That's, yeah. that's huge it's yep. always good yeah no i think yeah
2: i'm i'm happy the caps like you know it's a it's a viable fan base and also too like i said like it it created a boom in the dmv area for hockey like it wasn't just You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that either play roller or didn't play hockey or, you know, and now the Caps are getting more out into the community doing some of the roller hockey initiatives and street hockey activities with deck hockey and stuff. That's great. Like, cause then you're, then you're really creating kids that either, you know, pick up more ball hockey because that's becoming a bigger thing because it is a little more accessible than ice. And then, you know, on those same deck hockey rinks that the Caps have helped revitalize on some of them you can do roller hockey on it too. So it's twofold. So it's really cool. And roller hockey's always had a decent, somewhat decent, you know, impact on the area. They used to have pro teams here years and years ago, the Washington Power.
0: Power and, uh, uh, out in, uh, Winchester, they had the semi-pro team, the generals. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a big deal. Like when I started playing, it was roller. It was all roller. There was a, uh, league, um, I forget what it was initially called, but it ended up being called um, the Southeastern Street and Roller Hockey Association. Okay. And like when we were kids, like I I think we were we were like twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old. We were like organizing our own friends as teams, and then having our parents sign us up. <laughs> as it's teams awesome. and like go play in this league and stuff and and you know uh compete for you know whatever and and everything it was it was really cool and at that time right a bunch of the rinks around here were um they were open air you know covered open air so like frederick's second rink was like that right uh wheaton, wheaton at a, yep. was originally like that um and so uh, most of the places that we played were, um you know, the concrete pad in the summertime in inside of the, you know, the, the, the whatever you want to call it, the pavilions. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, pavilions yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's essentially, it's a big, <laughs> yeah. pavil- big pavilion, right? With lines painted on it. <laughs> wow. and, so, and, you know, we had, we had a great time. It was awesome. And then you, I don't know if you guys remember the, um, what was it? The NHL street thing that they used to do it's
2: NHL breakout because yeah, I actually have some of those jerseys <laughs> because my dad would take us down to that because I would do roller hockey in the spring and summer. Oh, they would it. shut
0: down like so far um, uh, right on the mall there. The Yeah. the A couple of the cross streets right on the mall mm-hmm. in between the Capitol and, and the Washington Monument and they would put up these like inflatable yeah, they were like more uh, you know, hockey rink things, two feet right?
2: high, two or three feet high. They were the black bumpers, and it's just inflated. Yeah, and they used ball. It was great. It was
0: awesome. And the NHL put it on. It was like a tour. They went to yeah. a, a bunch of different every cities city, and and it was an open tournament. So if you had a team, you could sign up and go play yeah um, that's awesome just just really cool stuff I actually
2: kind of wish the NHL would bring some of that stuff up. right that's why I brought it up <laughs> I know like well but I know they do like local stuff so maybe the NHL's like hey we'll worry about some of like the league-wide initiatives and mechanisms like you're responsible for your own growth I kind of part of me likes that because then like it tasks the owners with not just going like okay like I just have this team like it's like no yeah part of being an owner in the NHL and you know, owning a team. And then also too, like players have certain things in their contracts, you know, like yeah, not just like Ovechkin to do like player appearances and stuff, but like some of the, you know, fourth and AHL guys, it's like you have X amount of player appearances or marketing type things you have to do every year. Like a guy like Ovechkin and Backstrom, maybe yours is all like commercials, which
0: it's funny. Uh, We're like, we're talking a lot about like Washington area stuff and like Ovechkin. Uh, I'm watching the Edmonton Washington game right now, and they've been matching uh, Kuznetsov, uh, Ovechkin, and Shiri against Dreisaitl and McDavid and whoever else plays with them. Uh, <laughs> mm. Whoever
2: else. <laughs> well, that's literally who you need to,
0: and, Yeah. Whoever else and, plays with them. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> the uh,
1: other person. <laughs>
0: Ovi just (laughs) took a run at (laughs) Dreisaitl at
1: Center Ice. (laughs) Dreisaitl's a big
0: dude. Holy moly. (laughs) Like, every time I see him, he's a big man. (laughs) I just had to mention that.
2: (laughs) I do like Ovi. He still, like, kind of mixes it up a little bit.
0: He just plays the same game. I I mean, he's changed a little bit, but it really, you know, as far as the physical stuff, it's kind of the same.
2: Yeah. I mean, there was a stage when he was a big ruffian, but yeah, he got that out of his system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you guys see the, uh, there was a, there was a goal that the puck went through Campbell's glove. Did oh, you see that? No. Yeah. He, uh, I, I, huh. th- I don't remember which Dallas player it was, but, uh, they got the zone and then uh, dropped it back to a, 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 a guy who was coming in over the blue line, coming in hot and just wound up pointed to the ceiling and just blasted it. <laughs> and then Campbell awesome. went to make a routine glove save. And then it just, from the video that I saw, it looked like it like went off the edge of his glove and just went through, went, went past yeah. him or whatever. Cause it was yeah. just a super heavy shot. But they showed the replay and slowed it down. And then they like closed up on, did a close up on his glove. And there's like a kind of a large gap in some of the webbing. And it's, I think <laughs> that puck went through. <laughs> so he like looked at his glove after the shot, even like, what
2: the hell? I thought I had that. And then. This is two days ago. I'm going to watch. I'm curious what equipment of manuf- manufacturer uses. <laughs> Let's us see. Oh yeah. He had his stick to the rafters.
1: Holy hell. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Dude, it was a blast, dude. I don't know. So,
2: guy comes in the zone rigs, does, like, the Gretzky curl out, yeah. and then he just lays it on a, the ladies' tee, Or, like, he's still, like, very high point, <laughs> but he lays it into, I mean, he had a good nine feet he's moving into this puck. Oh, yeah.
1: And it full full clip, too. Oh, it
2: really looks Man. like it did go through his glove. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I think that went through the fucking glove. Oh, my God.
0: That's wild.
2: Crazy. Maybe he's like Artis Herbe and like does his own pads. Oh, shit. It did go through the glove. Yeah, you can
1: see the gap in the video. Like they zoom in on it.
2: He uses Vaughn. Oh, that's not
1: a good look for Vaughn. If that was a Brian's glove, it (laughs) would. Yeah, you're right. That was Brian.
2: (laughs) That was a Brian's glove. That wouldn't go in.
1: And that'll do it for episode 117. Thank you so much for your listen. We appreciate your support. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe and all that good stuff on your podcatcher. And more importantly, tell your friends about our podcast, especially your teammates and other folks that are in the hockey world. Let them know about our show and that'll help us out a whole lot. Also, don't forget to check out beersandlot.com. That's where you can find all the info on our merchandise store and our Patreon, which is how you can get some of the stuff that's only available to those supporters like pint glasses and koozies. And like I say every week, check out our Discord beersinthelot.com slash discord you can jump in there and join in the conversation we've had a couple new members in the last week you know who you are i appreciate you listening to me and coming to check us out thanks and again a big thank you to you who have listened this far thank you so much for your support we'll see you next week with another episode catch you then